event. Not just a word, but a noun. It's a description of one who doesn't see things as others do. One who doesn't seek the gratification that society sees as normal. Being a deviant isn't always a bad thing, as thinking outside the box does have its advantages. But for the deviants that we'll talk about, well, they far exceed any type of what one would consider normal. In fact, they have become so thickly weaved in society today that it seems like we can't go a day without finding another deviant doing something that tops everything we've seen so far. I'm talking about those who do some of the most outlandish things that defies any and all logic. You know the type. We see it every day. Come with me and we'll keep an eye out as the world circles the drain with deviants. Hello, I'm Larry Bentley and this is The Deviant Report. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome, folks, to the Deviant Report. Keeping an eye out as the world appears to be circling the dream with deviants. Florida man was playing basketball at public park butt naked, but uh, that was until somebody called the police. Police were called to Candeland Park, located in Longwood, Florida. Yes, Florida again, folks. The gift that keeps on giving. At around 7.30 p.m., where they found a 29-year-old Jordan Anderson letting it all hang out on the basketball court. When the officer arrived on the scene, they found the deviant going at it, still in the buff. When asked by the officer just what he thought he was doing, he responded that he was just practicing his basketball skills and that he was playing naked because it enhances his skill level. And that was all they needed to stick him in handcuffs under arrest. Now, based on observing Jordan at Candyland Park, which is a public area and without a stitch of clothing on, which led to him being uh, exposing his organs, I found probable cause to charge the deviant with indecent exposure, the officer said. Mr. Anderson cooperated when he told to put his clothes back on and was then taken downtown to the John E. Polk Correctional Facility where he was booked and his bomb was set at $500. While it's unclear if he's still in police custody, he is scheduled to be arraigned soon and hopefully he'll be arraigned with his clothes on. What do you think? A Louisiana woman kicked her boyfriend's butt with his own prosthetic leg after he broke up with her. Now, Michelle Jackson, 58, was at her home with her boyfriend who was 59 and who she had been dating for six years when the pair started knocking back a little bit of gin. While they sat there drinking, her boyfriend was actually dumb enough to tell her that he was interested in another woman, then said that they should call it quits because he, well, he, he had to keep it real and be him, and he wanted to do his own thing. Apparently, the man wasn't aware that when you do this kind of thing, you get up and out as soon as after the occasion is humanly possible. Instead, he laid down in a drunken stupor and dozed off around 11 p.m., but at 1 a.m., he awoke with a gaping cut upside his head, 
which was oozing blood. That's when he realized that his girlfriend had beat him in the head with his own prosthetic leg. After the altercation, he left and returned later in the morning to recover some of his property that he'd left behind, and that's when he called the police. He was in possession of his prosthetic leg at the time police made contact with him. In fact, it still had some of his own hair stuck in the toes. Following the attack, Miss Jackson fled her home. She reportedly phoned a family member and told him that she might have killed her ex and also admitted to stabbing him. However, investigators didn't find any stab wounds on him. Two weeks later, Miss Jackson was arrested by U.S. Marshal. She was being held at the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center, but posted a $5,000 bond and was released two days later. Prosecutors haven't formally pressed charges against her yet, but are currently reviewing her case. The Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office spokesperson said that the assault was one of the most bizarre cases the department has ever seen. It's not every day you find someone who's been beaten by one of their own limbs, he said. Ms. Jackson must also stay 200 feet away from her ex for at least a year. Knowing that, uh, what I've learned through my years of existence, I can tell you that's probably not near long enough, nor far enough. I still get clobbered with things that happened 15 years ago myself, but uh, to tell you the truth, I probably deserve it. A Wisconsin woman showed up at a Walmart turned her dog loose, went outside and practiced her karate moves, all the while her adult son stripped naked for the employees. That's when they called the police, of course. Eau Claire police received the call around 8.30 p.m. about a theft in progress where they told were told that Lisa Smith, 46, and her dog Bo were causing a ruckus at the store. When officers arrived, they found her screaming in the entryway of the store and trying to catch Bo the dog. The officers had learned Miss Smith had come into the store and unleashed her dog, who ran up to the customers while Miss Smith erratically started pulling apart store displays and placing them in her cart. She was asked to leave by the staff and left the store, and when she did, then proceeded to perform karate moves in the parking lot and threatened the customers trying to get in the store. In the meantime, Bo got a box of Jiffy cornbread mix and tried to leave the store with it. Those doggone dogs, what do you think? Miss Smith then fought with the officers as they tried to arrest her and attempted to kick out the window of the squad car once they wrestled her into the back of it. I think some Freeze Plus P probably took care of that stuff. Then they realized that her adult son, Benny Van, 25, had gone to the back of the store and removed all his clothes, exposing himself to the customer. He got new clothes from the racks and, of course, didn't pay for them. And when officers approached him, he refused to stop and attempted to escape by jumping on his scooter and riding off. Officers finally physically stopped the scooter and arrested him, too. Miss Smith is now facing charges of disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bail jumping while young Mr. Van was arrested for lewd and lascivious behavior, disorderly conduct, and shoplifting. Both who was, he was only just given a warning for his theft and was taken to the local Humane Society. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Deviant Report with Larry Bentley. The Grace Richardson Conservation Area in Fairfield, Connecticut is where locals go to enjoy the wildlife. Apparently, Six geezers thought that the wildlife meant something altogether different. 
Somebody called the police to report lewd and sexual activity in the park. When cops got there, they observed six geezers letting it all hang out. Husband and wife Richard and Joyce Butler, 82 and 85 respectively, were charged with breach of the peace, as was 62-year-old Otto Williams and Charles Ardito, 75, Daniel Dobbins, 67, and 62-year-old John Nards, who got hit with a public indecency charge as well. <clears throat> At least two of the geezers were denying all allegations. The butler said that they were just sitting in the car, getting a little air, I'd say. Richard has even more indigent, indignant about the arrest, noting that he uses a walker and hadn't had sex in maybe 10 years or so. I got no blood flow, he said. I got three doctors that will back me up on that. He says the police pulled him over as they were driving out of the park. Meanwhile, the police note that Mr. Dobbins was arrested once before on similar charges back in 2017. He was found by cops naked in his car, though he says he was naked for medical reasons. Uh, well, what kind of reasons that'd be, but uh, I guess he had a doctor prescription to be naked. You got a doctor's prescription to be naked, don't you? Uh, all six arrested in the geezer's run wild bust were released with their promise to appear in court. Now the geezers are drinking whatever's in the water, I guess, today, folks. Jeez, we're in trouble. A deviant had sex with an Olaf toy, then a stuffed unicorn at a Target store. The deviant in question, Cody Christopher Metter, admitted to doing stupid stuff, according to the Pinellas County, Florida Sheriff's Department. Yeah, you heard it, Florida. He is accused of getting it on with various stuffed animals in a target, including the frozen snowman Olaf. And Whalen, the Whalen Moonbat was charged with criminal mischief for defiling two plush toys. He was just strolling through Target one afternoon until he came across a Disney Frozen merchandise display. <clears throat> he then found one toy that apparently did it for him, and it was a big Olaf snowman. He then picked it up from the display, then proceeded to lay it out on the floor, calmly drop his pants and get jiggy with it until he, well, finished onto the snowman's face, then politely put it back in the display. But he wasn't done, folks. After defiling Olaf, he then wandered around the store until he found a big unicorn, which he also began to stuff, if you know what I mean. At some point, somebody alerted the store that the man's stuffed animal romps was getting out of hand and he was detained before he could do any more and before he could leave as a matter of fact while still in the store mr matter allegedly admitted to investigators that he had been doing stupid stuff additionally he allegedly admitted that he had did <clears throat> their dirty all over the stuffed olaf and the deviant was uh, he had a history of this type of behavior the uh stained animals had to be removed from the store put down and burned for safety of the public and folks i'm not done yet attack of the infamous potato pisser of pennsylvania yes folks that's the headline of the story the west mifflin walmart employee was herself pissed after she noticed urine on the floor near the potatoes in the produce area the store's <clears throat> loss prevention officer then pulled up video which revealed a woman staggering over to potato bin crawling up on top of it Peeling up her dress, dropping her panties, and urinating all over the potatoes right in the middle of the store. 
the police department released photos of the so-called potato pissing bandit in hopes that someone from the community would idea. The move worked, and by the next day, somebody was in custody. The woman named Grace Brown, along with her attorney, came to the station where she identified herself as the person seen whizzing on the potatoes. She claims that she did so after seeing surveillance footage of herself on TV. The motive for the attack still isn't clear, although her charges indicate that she may have been completely wasted and didn't even know she'd done it. Ms. Brown, who is 20 years old and likely knows everything, is charged with criminal mischief, open lewdness, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness. Her lawyer said she made a mistake. I hear you, my good friends. How could you mistake a pile of potatoes for a commode? Well, when you're that drunk, they must look an awful lot alike, folks. Clearly, she doesn't want to see herself portrayed in that kind of light. She's a young lady that is a full-time job. She's a high school graduate. She's working to make her life better, says Mr. Brown, or Miss Brown's attorney, Casey White. The pea-soaked potatoes had to be tossed. Uh, really? <laughs> they actually had to add that to the story, I guess, because we wouldn't think so. Again, I asked, folks, deviants, what are we going to do with them, folks? I hope you have enjoyed this deviant report. If you have, please rate and review the podcast, and don't forget to follow us, please. Of course, you'll be following Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend. And please join us on Facebook, an Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend podcast where we can discuss everything Appalachian or whatever else you'd like to talk about. Y'all be back real soon, just as soon as I get enough to put together another deviant report. I'll see you then.